Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. All right, let's kick it. Happy Sober Day, friends, and welcome to the Sobriety Diaries. My name is Nate. I am a grateful recovering alcoholic and sober coach. My personal addiction has shaped the person I am today and given me the ability and voice to help others, and I simply wouldn't be here without it. Recovery is possible. The Sobriety Diaries is a video podcast where we talk to other recovering alcoholics and addicts. We hear their stories and hope to help others who may still be struggling. Head on over to the sobrietydiaries.com where you can apply to be a guest on the show and also follow us on social media. Please share this podcast with just one person in your life who may still be struggling. You just never know what they may need to hear today. Oh, we got a good one for you today, folks. Joining us today is CEO of Girl Clothing, personal trainer, athlete, world record holder, author, and of course, recovering addict, Courtney Olson. Hey, Courtney, how are you today? Hey, I'm great. Thank you for asking. How are you? I'm doing so good. Thanks so much for the willingness to share your story today and I think we share a similar path as far as 12-step work goes, and this is like the thing that gets me out of my own head and, you know, helping other people. Do you find that to be true as well? Absolutely. Service is the cornerstone, if not the cornerstone of my program. You know, I know we all work different programs. Some people um, find their service through sponsees, and some people, you know, are there for the coffee or whatever, but this type of service is phenomenal. And, you know, I often question and I've just actually got a new sponsor yesterday who I'm going to go through the Al-Anon steps with, but um, I had mentioned to her that, you know, sometimes I question where I'm crossing the line on social media. You know, I never say alcohol synonymous in written Same. form or narcotics. Or not. Yeah. So I, you know, I do my best and she gave me a really great answer. She said, you know what, if it feels good in your heart and you're helping people, then keep doing that. And, you know, cause I know we have our traditions for a reason. Sure. And, um, but the reality is, yeah, it's not 1935. Right. And, you know, um, you bringing in different voices, you know, you're obviously, um, doing this in such a way where it is a, a huge service. And I think the more of these, the better. So I'm, um, honored to be here and excited to chat with you. And I think it's great what you're doing. Ditto. I, a lovely I, office. Oh, thank you. I've spent a lot of time on it. So thanks for noticing. Um, I need I, one. Clearly, <laughs> I need I need a glow up, bitch. Can you help me? 
absolutely. Yes. Oh, God. Okay. I'd love to come to Vegas and glow you up. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think to your point, my sponsor tells me too, it's the intention behind what you're doing. And if, if the intention yeah. is, you know, to truly help people and to truly spread the message, then let's do it. And to your point, you know, we've come 85 years since the big book was written yeah. and this platform, I think lends itself so perfectly for outreach. How could we not use it? So I appreciate yeah. you bringing that up at the at the open. Absolutely. Well, your book tells us that you entered this world ass first, and that was sort of a <laughs> metaphor for your life. So why don't we open the diary on Courtney and walk through your story together? So where to even start? And as you said, you you read the book, which I think is amazing, and I'm so grateful because it looks like a Bible, maybe a little bit more useful. Yes. Just kidding. <laughs> totally kidding. But yeah, it's got big print, fast read. Uh, and it means so much to me because it, it truly, you know, doing writing a book was, uh, I wouldn't say it was harder than getting off of alcohol and Oxycontin and meth and all the rest of it, but it was up there. It was up there. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, to just give you, um, to give you a little snapshot, um, I grew up hating my legs. I grew up with an alcoholic mother and not knowing that she was an alcoholic, right? We think that these people are bad people who need to get good as opposed to sick people who need to get well. And we all just thought my mom was crazy. Um, I feared her. The hair would stand up on the back of my neck. And um, she basically I'll get to this point in a minute but I walked straight into her shoes not knowing that alcoholism is learned behavior as well as potentially genetic I don't know the, the jury's out on that but nonetheless growing up and then you know going through divorce with parents and as small people we don't understand the power of the mind you know ages zero to seven years old we are not fully conscious and so we create that hundreds of thousands of millions of limiting beliefs about ourselves that are just simply not true and they get stored in our subconscious so when we're going through things like being brought up by an alcoholic or an addict um you know experienced divorce changing schools there's all sorts of things that can cause us as young people to experience trauma and not understand that you know these aren't actual um this, these aren't real beliefs so you know, everything from counting calories, um, got to high school, did anorexia, bulimia, I was doing anything that I could to try and control my body. And then, um, to, con to control something in my life, you know, cause my childhood was so uncontrollable with an alcoholic parent, you know, which I'm sure a lot of listeners can relate to. And then my senior year of high school, when I was supposed to be the first female president of the United States, um, I wound up, um, smoking methamphetamine. And I was the ASD president, captain of the cheerleading team, started the first girls golf team, 4.0 GPA, Eureka City Youth Council. I was in a Christian rock band, like me and Jesus wow. Christ were tight. Boy. It was hectic. <laughs> like, you know, no, it can, and I bring this up because I want people to know that I hear so many parents say, oh, not my, not my daughter, Jessica's, you know, on the debate team. And I'm like, no girl, you don't understand right. this can happen to anybody and most often we are well put together on the outside for a lot of us and so I was able to hide it for 
like a year and then my addiction crossed over into alcoholism once I got to college because in between graduating barely my senior year of high school and getting to um, a second pick college more like a 10th pick um, because I pissed away all my scholarships and (laughs) becoming a tweaker because I was so desperate to look like Kate effing Moss when in reality her leg is like the size of my form um I had experienced a rape and as a young person at 17 with three days clean off meth, not knowing that I was just replacing one addiction for another. And I just went off to college and picked up a drink, created my alter ego of KO um, and turned into a violent, nasty, raging, psychotic person who is truly just hurt Hmm. inside. And um, I, uh, yeah, it took another couple of years finally got my ass to rehab when I realized I'm sitting in a meth cook you know I know we're talking about alcohol primarily here but sitting in a, a meth cook's lab with a fifth of vodka between my legs and a gas mask on and I'm like wow damn this doesn't really this really doesn't look like the oval office you know no, what I mean like no. I should I, I really <laughs> I took a wrong turn here somewhere so um even at 21 I knew that I had to to do something. And even after going into rehab and, you know, going in and out of the rooms, it still took me another nine years to, to actually get it. It was very high functioning. Um, I would, you know, bounce around from sales jobs, but I would keep that charisma and just be able to sell. And so I could just skate by and, you know, I could, I could talk my way out of tickets. Um, every, I wrecked five Hondas you know, somehow one of them wasn't my fault and I wasn't driving, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> including this motorcycle that's left this crazy Uh-oh. ass lump yeah. here. But yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I definitely earned my earned my seat here. And it really took me until um my burnout was a spiritual burnout. I um stumbled into the muscle fetish industry because I got into bodybuilding as a pathway out of drinking and using methamphetamines and um, six months into that, I, it's a quite a long story. Again, read the book. <laughs> yeah, you did. I'm, I'm amazed. For sure. And it is a quick read, and but it's like, it, not heavy, depth. but there's some good, I mean, it's good stuff. Yeah. There's definitely some in-depth stuff going on in there. Um, but you know, um, in this world with bodybuilding, you know, discovering that the world is not what we think it is and everybody is wearing a mask. And, you know, I got into this, um, underground wrestling fetish world and that is spent two and a half years and deconstructing gender roles and just learning so much stuff but the whole time I was doing it of course I had then got addicted to oxycontin because I hurt my back wrestling so it was (laughs) it was a long road for me to get you know from point a to point b that took me quite some time so had you started had you started in the rooms and and were kind of just in and out yep Exactly yeah. right. I didn't do anything that was suggested. Um, I half-assed it. I uh, would leave five minutes before the meeting was over. I would get a temporary sponsor from that person. I'd be like, ah, oh, God, I, I, you have nothing that I want. I made no effort. I knew it was something that I felt better when I did it. And I knew I needed to go because I didn't want to die. But I just, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready uh, to fully get it. And it still yeah. took me um, after going 
um, I lived in Australia for a few years and that made it even worse because I'm like, everybody does everything different here and you can't understand anybody. And because <laughs> you know, that's what we do, right? We find yeah. all the differences. Oh, yes. And yeah. So um, it was out there though that I finally, I had like three years sober, if you will, more or less dry and uh, well, two and a half. And I found a fellowship and that's when um, getting a home group, you know, finding your people and those familiar faces. Um, I do travel like once a month. So I'm, I'm really shite in the, you know, commitment department Yeah, and I don't sponsor, I don't sponsor a lot of girls, um, which I've, as of yesterday, decided to work on changing that, you know, um, but because of the, the life that I have today, you know, I'm, um, running a, a global clothing line, I live between two countries. I'm getting ready to disappear for a month to go on a TV show in August. And then again, on another TV show in September, like I have a life that is just beyond my wildest dreams. And it's all because of the 12 steps. It is all because of the things that I've learned from the fellowship. And prior to the brand that I know we, you know, we're not here to plug our businesses, but um, prior to the brand that I have now that we're a clothing company, Prior to that, it was a program for teenage girls, and it was teaching them the five habits, lessons, and principles that led to the development of self-love, because I stopped, and I said, what are the things that I wish we were taught in school that we weren't, and that included an education around, do you have anybody in your family who can't drink or use drugs? All right, let me tell you my story, and they all would have a friend or a family member, and they could really, really relate to that, so the more we educate people, prevention is so much cheaper than cure. Amen. So the more that we can share our stories and do what you're doing and get, get these, these, this media out there, the more we are going to be so much further ahead. So, um, and it was incredible. We, it, yeah, it was a, an amazing thing. They had a, a great education, but after a couple of years, um, a partner got pregnant and in the downtime, we took the same vision and mission and rolled it into what now is this, this clothing line. So it just, you know, Everything that came from that program for teenage girls, I really tried to model off of our 12-step fellowship. You know, it's it called Camp Confidence, both with a K, and I'd end up calling it KK, Yeah. you know, instead of <laughs> AA. It's like, so there were so many I little parallels. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it, it truly um, is, that is what has brought me to where I am today, where with the, the brand that I have, you know, it's all about the sisterhood and it's like, we, we don't have to love each other. We don't have to like each other, but we have to love each other. You know, all these things that we get for free from being in 12 step recovery. And as long as we just pay it back forward, we won't forget how bad it got, you know? So again, I, I truly commend you for what you're doing. And I love the space behind you. I am so grateful. You read my book. You have no idea how much that means <laughs> to me. And being of service is the true, true thing. Cause I didn't mention this, but halfway through my book, as you probably read, I had a job where, yeah, in this world, I was making $400 an hour to arm wrestle men to pick them up and carry them around. No sex. And, um, that money never made me happy because I had so much financial insecurity growing up because of my alcoholic mother and her shopping, I thought that money was going to fix all my problems. And so I kept going, 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 going. And it never filled that void, never filled that void. If for more than maybe 
a couple of hours. And it's not until you are into service, whether you got one day and you're listening to this episode, or you've got 10 years, or you've got six months, you have something to give back to somebody else. If you have two hours, there's going to be somebody else sitting on their ass. You come here to Vegas, people are just littered all over, you know, and their stories are, yep, you were exactly where these people were. Like, we have a solution and it's free and it works and it is unconditional love and you cannot buy that anywhere in the goddamn world. You sure can't. To your point, I cling to the newcomer for twofold. You know, it truly is fulfilling and humbling to help those who are still struggling. And, you know, it takes me back to that place where it's sort of like an insurance policy on my own sobriety. And, you know, Mm -hmm. it is just... It is the best place. And I know that perhaps 12-step work is not for everybody and everyone has their own path to recovery, but I'm happy that that is my path. And it sounds like you you think the same thing. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Can you tell that I, too, am an arm wrestler? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I I do have a program. It'll add an would How would you start with a bicep such as this? I mean, you just start, you just, that's what we like to do. We like to overanalyze everything. Oh, don't we? You know, you just, you just, we just got to get in there and just start doing it. Like I am sitting here and I'm like, I've had five different sponsors. Each one of them has taken me through the steps in a different fashion. And I'm like, oh, I don't really, um, I don't want to sponsor people. I'm on the road too much. I'm going to do it wrong. You know, we overthink everything. It's like a simple program for complicated people. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I just, I just get you started pumping iron. Normally I would not, I'd be like, Hey, whatever floats your boat. But I will tell you strength training is one of the things that has kept me mentally well and healthy lifting weights. I mean, you don't have to lift heavy weights, but there are a lot of health benefits from lifting heavy weights, especially for any women that are listening. Our bones appreciate it so much. So when we hit 80, and we hit fall and hit our hip, we're going to just ninja roll out of it and not go into the hospital and then die because of a broken hip. Right. So it's a, we lack endorphins and serotonin as alcoholics and addicts. So it is super important for us to find those in other places in healthy ways. Of course, um, there is such thing as hypergymnasia and I had it, um, really bad for a couple of years where we can overly exercise, you know, and that's just how we roll. Yeah. And whatever, we can see it as a gift. You know, we go balls to the wall. We are uh, we are relentless. We're dogged. It, it, it doesn't have to be a negative thing. You know, perspective is such a strong tool. And yes, sometimes we overdo things, but that's why we have this program and each other to be like, hey, this is what's up. And you'd be like, whoa, you need to put the brakes on, my friend. Because yeah. when we're in our head by ourselves, that's when like things don't make sense. But building these communities and doing what you're doing is so important because then that's we hold each other accountable and that is what i love about this program is that it's a we thing and i say that all the time i'm like this ain't about i because that's been me my whole life me 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 i i i all about me oh my god you don't like me oh my god i did so good right shut up so this is you know the way forward and everybody that is here right now listening to this understand and believe that this is your this is your purpose Cause I found that not having purpose really drove me to some dark places, you know, again, coupled in with financial insecurity, but 
I find in early recovery, a lot of us lack purpose at first, you know, and I'd imagine you didn't come out the gates day two sober, 90 and 90, be like, yeah, bitch, I'm going to start a podcast. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it takes takes time, you know, so. And I'm still, I'm, I just hit 11 years and I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do with the rest of my life when I grow up, you know, and I might be a millionaire next week. Like this is here for us to have fun and to live life and to experience. And yes, there's going to be ups and downs, but that's why we have each other. And that's what the rest of the world can't pay for. You know, we have that one common bond where I get you and you get me and you don't have to explain anything. Yes. And we're like this. Yes. We're like, oh, I love. I don't know about that. Yeah, but you know what I mean. <laughs> also, something it. I've never done, so. but. <laughs> um, yeah, I was. I recorded an episode earlier today, and we are willing to just share the most intimate and vulnerable times of our lives with, you know, strangers, for lack of a better word, yes. and just to be able to relate to someone who has that same lived experience and understand something that your mom or your sister or your best friend probably doesn't. And I have chills. It's just a beautiful program that works. It works. It truly is. It truly is. And for your safety, I would like to ask, because I also teach girls about internet safety and keeping themselves safe. Um, Because that's the beauty of recovery is you then start to get outside of yourself and you learn from all these beautiful people and get to have these experiences because you remember them. You're not hammered. You're not high, you know, and so um, it's sharing these things on like location and, you know, uh, I want to be like, where are you located? Let's go to a meeting together. But that might not need to be public knowledge. So maybe DM that to me because that's when the magic happens is when people get together in person and have that energy exchange. Um, and it's anywhere in the world, you know, I've been in Singapore, Thailand, Australia, um, Indonesia. Um, we, China, yeah, China, we have fellowships everywhere. Wow. And everywhere you go, you're going to be welcomed in. And this is such a amazing gift, you know, and we get to, we get to pick and choose and mold it and make it how we want it. And that's just incredible. You touched on mental health, which I'm happy that you did. We are, uh, we're the same age. And I think mental health awareness and the stigma then versus now is, is just worlds apart. Um, you know, and you use your strength training and, and fitness to sort of focus on. But what would you say to someone who is listening now and is struggling, you know, needs a little encouragement? That's a really good question. Hearing this perspective really changed a lot for me. I read a book by a guy, this isn't conference approved literature, it's just an outside book called Your Soul's Purpose or Your Soul's Plan by Robert Schwartz. And he's a past life regression therapist and um, a lot of science based stuff. And he had interviewed all of these different people who had these experiences and then had sessions with him. And um, the overall concept is that our souls signed up for exactly what we're experiencing throughout our entire life. Our soul said, right, I want to open up a box and have my face get blown off by a pipe bomb. You know, all these horrific things that we see as so bad. Our soul was like, yep. I want those parents. I want that crappy experience. I want this. Um, And that is why we're here is to 
to learn from it and to improve from it and to get a better understanding of the world from it, even being, uh, you know, somebody who experienced sexual assault. I don't say suffered because our words hold energy and they manifest, you know, and I, I no longer suffer, but experiencing sexual assault, you know, I was then better able to understand that that man is just repeating old cycles, you know, and, and that is truly up to us. And we have the responsibility to do something different and to break those cycles. So, you know, your soul signed up for exactly what you're experiencing and you are exactly where you're meant to be in your journey at every step of the way, doing what you're doing. Um, that would be my, my big takeaway. And definitely get physical. Get physical, working out, lifting heavy stuff, martial arts, do something to get your endorphins up. I'm kicking around the idea of starting yoga. I say you do it. It's a great place to start. Well, when can we hang out together? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have to figure that part out. DM me your location. Okay. And 2022, 20, I'm going to be getting a little, I don't know. I got to get some kind of tour happening. Yeah. I'm going to be doing a book signing tour. Um, I've got a lot of big goals and aspirations. And so as long as I stay sober and keep my program first, I don't stand to lose all the rest of this opportunity and we shall meet and we shall make more content. We will change more lives. Yes. So I love it. Awesome. Courtney's book, Crushing It, is available now. You can find her on Instagram and at girl.com. <laughs> G-R-R-R-L. Yes. Bye. Thanks for listening today, friends. Again, huge thank you to Courtney for your time and willingness to share your story. Hopefully you heard something that resonates with you. And if we help just one person, our job is done. You can find all things podcast related at the sobrietydiaries.com, youtube.com slash Nate Kelly, where we upload today's video podcast or on Instagram at the sobriety diaries pod. All of this information will also be in today's show notes. Check back soon for new episodes with new stories to tell. But until then, try your best not to drink and be good to yourself. Bye, friends.